Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. And we're back. And just like when you're doing laundry and you find 20 bucks and you don't know whose pocket it came out of... It was my pants. Thank you very much for my money back. <laughs> uh, today I we're was also looking for that 20 bucks. Well, my mom always called that a tip for the person doing laundry. <laughs> well, I'm sure we got but some more tips. The one doing laundry. I'm sure we have yeah. some more tips today. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm astonished that Carly was able to get a plug for her family in at 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. Mm-hmm. I have drama and romance. I still have action adventure. <laughs> they don't want to play with us. I know. <laughs> we take turns selecting <laughs> from our movie genres. <coughs> movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, we can convince you to give these films a second chance. Now, this is our Zag Month, so we're picking something a little now, different. Um, mm-hmm. Elaine, why don't you, or Carly, rather, this was your idea, so why don't you remind the, the, the listeners out there what the Zag Month means. The Zag Month is an homage to my brother and my brother and me, where they're having 20 Serpentine, and we're keeping you on your toes, doing something a little different. We pick a movie that would not be traditionally considered our genre, and we argue it for our genre. Tony has chosen... The 1986 animated <clears throat> Transformers, the movie. All right. <laughs> tell us how it's a horror thriller. Well, or just tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how you feel about 80s music, it could be very scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing that randomly. <laughs> That's fine. Came out on August 8th, 1986. Um, has 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, made by De Laurentiis Company from Rensonia. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So this is a Marvel film. Yes, it yeah, was. It is. Actually, Actually, it was. it was because in the opening credits, I wrote down, hey, that's at Marvel. Marvel Sunbow. Wow. And you know what? And they had an Infinity Gem in there. Yep. Another one. Damn. The Matrix. These this is the Matrix film. The Leadership Matrix. <laughs> mm-hmm. It cost uh, $6 million to make. Made $5.8 million. Almost <laughs> did it. But so with close. The advertising, probably not. I don't remember a lot of advertising for this. Well, they essentially they said that essentially Hasbro lost about ten million dollars on the film. Wow! And well, uh, because of the movie failing, it forced uh, the GI Joe movie into just being for TV only, and they scrapped the Gem and the, Ho- Gem and the Holograms movie completely. That was that, probably a good idea. That upsets me because I would watch the shit out of a Gem and the Holograms <laughs> movie, and that live action remake they did a couple years ago was dookie. I heard it was bad. I heard it was underappreciated, so stand by. No, oh. no, it was dookie. That's for a zig month. <laughs> oh, I got some new. Oh, I yeah. got a couple reviews. Oh, you do great. Uh, this one is from Grimlock. <laughs> think you, think awesome. Really? Awesome. I think you might like it. Grimlock. Me like movie. <laughs> he gave it a ten out of ten. Surprisingly, uh, Transformers the movie is a brilliant animation. With an epic storyline, great cast, and great characters. War is shown as it is with depth, death, and despair, and hope. What movie did that guy watch? I don't know. I don't know. He said there was a good plot, so I'm really concerned he watched the wrong movie. And then uh, the next one's from Optimus Prime. The next one's from Lothos. I don't know what that means, but he gave it a 1 out of 10 and said, This is just a shameless attempt to make more money. (laughs) Which apparently did not work. (laughs) That's true. 
Shameless fail. <laughs> yes. Wow. So, spoilers. Yeah, so uh, they weren't, uh, didn't make a lot of money with this. So, uh, why is this a horror movie? Or are you going to tell me later? Well, I'll he's, tell you. He's <laughs> the, um... Because it's thrillingly awesome? No. The, uh... Get through all this stuff real quick. The movie was written by Ron Friedman. Uh... He wrote for the Andy Griffith Show, Bewitched, Gilligan's Island. He helped create the G.I. Joe series, the cartoon. Uh, it was directed by Nelson Shin, who had done a lot of um, Simpsons, Batman the Animated Series, and the X-Men cartoon. Mm. That X-Men cartoon from the 90s? Yeah. That was the shit. Yeah, so it was Batman the Animated Series. Bomb diggity doll. <clears throat> um, movie stars Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime, Frank Welker as Megatron, and like a hundred other people. Judd Nelson's Hot Rod, Leonard Nimoy as Galvatron, Robert Stack as Ultra Magnus, and Orson Welles as Unicron. I thought it was really funny the um, starring when what, the opening credits of the movie and it says who's starring in it. Yeah. Like the people that it lists the order of <laughs> like the stars they list it's and then by the billing. actual yeah <laughs> or how popular they were at the time based but like based on the character they played it does not match up. No. It's like Orson Welles has four lines. Yeah. And that's it. But he stopped billing and you're like I get it okay. All right. <clears throat> so. Why is this a horror movie? Well, Transformers is a huge passion of mine. And when I was little, I collected all the toys, as did all my friends. And we watched the show pretty much every Monday through Friday when we got home from school. To me and my friends, they were a really huge deal. So naturally, when the movie came out, it was we were all on like Donkey Kong. On like Donkey Kong? Like, no, did you like them better than the GoBots? Oh, yeah. <laughs> GoBots sucked. Wow. Okay. <coughs> Sorry, GoBots. So I imagine all kids pretty much have a similar favorite you know, whether it's G.I. Joe, Thundercats, Ren and Stimpy, Smurfs, whatever is your flavor growing up. And uh, so we watched two seasons of the show get really um, wrapped up with their characters and uh, say that you're a big fan of Thundercats. You're eight years old, you hey, hey man, a Thundercats movie's coming out. Cool, man. You beg your mom, your dad, whatever, to take you, grab some popcorn, soda, Skittles, whatever, and bam, there they are on the screen, huge, all in your face, and then they're all killed. Immediately in front of you. <laughs> Lion-O bites it. Like, first five seconds. Like, dead. I get killed like lion in a minute. I remember, now granted I wasn't very old, but uh, I remember kids crying and being upset in this movie, personally. And I wonder why I didn't make any money. Yeah. And uh, there's plenty of, um, you know, uh, how we made this movie, stuff like that. Documentary stuff that you can watch, and they'll tell you that people were, were very upset they said in the extra stuff we watched yeah. yesterday that some kid locked himself in a bathroom for like a week. Yeah, that was Tony. <laughs> yeah, it was me. No. And uh, <laughs> another side note that doesn't really matter, but if you watch the G.I. Joe movie, spoiler, the G.I. Joe cartoon, the leader Duke gets killed in it. But at the end they bring him back because of they didn't want another outcry like with Optimus Prime apparently. Huh. So it's kind of like in the live action G.I. Joe movie this, in the second one they kill all those people off? Yeah. Like Channing Tatum's in it for like a minute and they kill them yeah. all? Yeah. You so, can't, so uh, it's a lot like that? Yeah, you can't <laughs> just say hey guys come watch the Power Ranger movie we're going to kill all the Power Rangers in the first five minutes and hope you stick around for some new guys. Some but new that's Rangers. what they did. That might have been a better Power Rangers movie than that recent one that <laughs> came out though. Did you see that one? I did. When did you watch that? I watch things when you're not home. Uh oh. I listened to the We Hate Movies talk shit on it, so then I had to watch it, and it was bad. Um, 
in their defense, these people didn't understand. The Transformers essentially is just a there's just a car is just a uh, toy commercial. That's all the show was. They you gotten you fell in love with these characters and then you bought the toys and that was the whole point. Well, when the movie came out, <coughs> the point of it was is they had a new line of toys coming out. The old lines were being discontinued, so they had to get rid of them. So like, screw it, let's just kill them all. They're just kids. Kids don't care. Kids do care. <laughs> so that was the thing. So how much do they care? The movie came out in two thousand seven. Had the original characters. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, going in, what did you think about it, John? Um, have I you was, seen it before? I had seen it before. Oh, you have? Wow. I had seen it, but it had been um, what feels like a millennia since. Yeah. Like, I had forgotten the entire Everything. movie. Like, yeah. I, I might as well have not have seen yeah. it, but I was like, oh, I've seen this before, but I couldn't recall anything. So I was excited to reunite with those characters. And as soon as they started dying up, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they kill off everybody. You have, like, these new these people, uh, the characters at the end you've never heard of. Yeah. So going into it, I was excited to, you know, have a good movie with Bumblebee and Optimus, and that didn't work out. Carly? My thoughts going in was they made and released a Transformers movie into the theaters in 1986. <laughs> Really? That's it. That's all I had. Well, Transformers. I didn't know it existed. Had you seen it? No. Transformers <laughs> were they were a really big deal. I remember they were huge. Watching on you can I probably was two. You can probably find <laughs> this on YouTube. But when they came out, there were riots. Like there were people fighting. It was Cabbage Patch Kids and Transformers, and you were trying to buy them. There were like two Christmases in a row. People they have mm-hmm. videos on YouTube of people fighting, fist fighting for them. It was it was serious. I know. So it I was remember, like the sharks in the. I jets. remember the Christmas I got a Cabbage Patch Kid. I remember my I still remember the Cabbage Patch Kid, but I didn't know that was they the made tail? this movie and released it in didn't they theaters. Have Cabbage Patch Animals or something like that. No, you're thinking of like um, Wuzzles or maybe uh, Wuzzles. Were awesome. Wuzzles are cool, or like a Popple. Popples were cool. Popples into like soccer balls. Yeah, they were like you folded it in a little pouch and then it was a ball. Yeah. And Wuzzles <laughs> were two kinds of animals mixed together. They were schizophrenic. It was awesome. Yeah, they were pretty cool. <laughs> so, Elaine, what do you think of this movie going in? Okay, so I couldn't remember if I'd ever seen it or not. So I was looking forward to... Always a good sign. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't have when the world... you pick world... movies that are over 30 Yeah, years I know. Old. <laughs> That's why I'm like, it might be hit or miss. Maybe, maybe I just, I, I wasn't sure if I... I had definitely heard of it, and I knew it was a thing, but I just couldn't remember if I'd ever seen it again before. So I was looking forward to finding out if I had ever seen it before or not. Spoiler alert, I don't remember, so it was like going into it the first time. So I probably maybe have never seen it before, because nothing... The only person who was sure Nothing was Carly. Right. But you I, were. I had no hints of maybe I've seen this before the whole time I was watching it. But yeah. you were shocked, I'm, shocked right back into the eighties very quickly. Though Tony, so. I was I like, "Oh, the gang's all here. They got everybody in this movie." So, by the time he picked it, I knew it existed. Right. But before I met Tony, I had no idea. No idea. And before I met Tony, like now I've watched some of the older cartoon series, but I've never. Well, you know, I, I don't have the you, connection that he This does. movie was so 80s that by the end I had a mullet and a jean jacket. <laughs> nice. I will say that if for some reason you're interested in Transformers, um, the only real thing I would recommend is there's a cartoon series, but it's mostly animation, or like computer animation too, but it's uh, Transformers Prime. It's a good mix of everything. It's, That's the one I've seen. Yeah, that one's good for, you know, what it is. Also, there's movies with Shia LaBeouf. I don't support anything he's in. Actually, I gotta say, after watching this movie, I think that Michael Bay was way more faithful to the original than people give him credit for. 
Just put it out there. I, I just like to say, sure, why not? All right, let's talk about this. All right. Let's talk about this. Point. You know what? Let me just say something about the movie before. Um, there okay. was no dream sequences, but if she's asleep, that means no. <laughs> and also, it's a bad idea for anybody to get passed out and knocked down drunk because that's a public service announcement from here, uh, all of your friends at the Unappreciated Movie Podcast. If they're asleep, that means no, gotcha. so turn on the Transformers movie instead. <laughs> Occupy yourself. Perfect. Optimus All Prime right. says no. Optimus Prime would not approve. So, for the movie, we start out on an alien planet, planets teeming with mechanical life, and uh, a large ominous mechanical moon rolls in. Yes? I wrote this down. Is that V'ger? <laughs> From Star Trek the Motion Picture? I don't know. It might be it looked Vigia, like might be Galvatron. It wasn't, uh, but Galactus could be a lot of uh, That's not Galactus. It's more like eaters. I just knew more you enjoyed that ego. joke. Because okay. it's the first thing I'm like, is that feature? <laughs> uh, is it the Death Star? Because it's yeah, mechanical. Another one. Gotta get my Star Wars reference in. <laughs> I'm not even a Star Wars guy. I actually Every wrote podcast. down Unicron destroys planet. Actually I wrote down Unicorn hmm. in my notes, but I meant Unicron. Right. Destroys planet. Starship? Is, it, is he a starship? Is he a planet? Is he the Death Star? I wrote that down. So. Good looking out. So this giant mechanical moon rolls in and just starts eating the shit out of this whole planet. Um, once we've seen it, uh, once we've seen this guy, he eats the whole planet and it kills everybody on it. And Naturally. Once we see that, it's kind of a little prologue. We cut to the main titles and uh, <laughs> instrumental awesome. heavy, heavy guitar Gee. version of the Transformers theme Hold on. blares out. As I Okay, that's enough of that. Nope. We had to get to that point. But that is yep. super 80s. It's a pretty awesome jam song and it's That's so 80s I have leather pants. It's a shame plate. that you can't play that on rock band. Yeah, <laughs> everybody would, be a good would rock band song actually. Um, so real quick, real quick backstory. I'm not going to harp on this because it's not a 17-hour podcast. Um, no, it's not a lame turn. <laughs> Transformers are just they're alien robots from the planet Cybertron. There's two factions: Autobots and Decepticons. Autobots are more peaceful and they kind of respect life. Um, they tend to change into more residential vehicles like vans, trucks, and sports cars. Decepticons are the warlike ones, and they respect power and violence. They pretty much want to wipe out the Autobots and take whatever resources they have, take back uh, Cybertron. They usually change into military vehicles, jets, tanks, weapons. They all crash land on Earth and begin fighting, and the humans obviously help the Autobots out. And that's pretty much that's pretty much the breakdown of the backstory. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Is, is there a chance that you think anybody listening to this movie podcast would not know what the Transformers are? Yeah, we, we interview all kinds of crazy What if? We do all kinds of crazy things. <laughs> you know what? I'm if, sitting here thinking, who doesn't know that? Well, <laughs> if Carly wasn't dating Tony, Carly wouldn't know that. Carly? That's probably true. Damn. <laughs> all right, so for all the I Carlys out there, there you go. the first Shia LaBeouf movie before I met Tony, but... See, you there should. you go. That one's That's pretty the good. only one I've ever seen. So for all the Carlys out there who haven't yet found her Tony... Who don't know their Sam Witwicky. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's your uh, Autobot Decepticon breakdown. <laughs> all right, so... And Bumblebee's the coolest. After the uh, concert... Awesome. The movie starts with the narrator, narrator telling us that it's the far future, you know, 2005. <laughs> Decepticons have taken over Cybertron, but the Autobots are setting up plans to retake it. I just want to point out that the near, that the faraway future, 2005, was more than a decade ago. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. But in 86, 
pretty amazing. Mm. Um, so Optimus Prime is there, the leader. He tells Ironhide that they need to run to Autobot City. Um, they're not ready to do a full attack on the Decepticons. Ironhide isn't thrilled by this because he wants to start busting Decepticops. <clears throat> Something wrong with that? No. But he listens. <laughs> he's just making himself laugh. It's just funny. <laughs> but he listens to his leader. Unfortunately, one of Soundwave's spies, he's a Decepticon, is listening and records the whole conversation and reports back to Megatron. Dick. Megatron uses his info to launch a sneak attack on Ironhide's shuttle. He smashes through the side of the ship. Braun sees it and, call, and uh, calls it out to the others. Megatron yells, Die, Autobots, and it's killing time. And another 80s <laughs> song rips out. I wrote down I don't have it. battle music. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Megatron changes the gun mode, and he and Starscream mow everyone down. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Prowl jumps up and takes a shot, dies. Uh, Scavenger and the Constructicons blow uh, the rest of them away. Ratchet and Ironhide stand up, and they've got two guns. It doesn't help them. Starscream and Constructicons blow them away, too. I mean, we're just losing our heroes left and right. Tony's Ironhide is one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. He bit the dust early. I was really upset. So now the Decepticons have the ship. Uh, Megatron's ex- Megatron explains that they'll will use the Autobot ship to slip past the uh, Autobot sensors and sneak in, and that way they get to jump on the Autobots. Ironhide, uh, I have a line. Ironhide crawls over to Megatron and, in an act of defiance, grabs Megatron's leg. Megatron uh, looks down at him and says, "The Autobots will be vanquished forever." No. Such heroic nonsense. And blows the rest of Ironhide away. That's very upsetting. So then we cut to Earth. (laughs) (laughs) On Earth we see this new character, Hot Rod, who, um, that's who Judd Nelson's playing. And uh, his human friend Daniel, they're fishing outside of Autobot City. Daniel's bored with this, but gets excited because he sees the Autobot shuttles coming. He jumps on a hoverboard, which was awesome in yeah. 1986, and takes off as an eighties ba- ballad blasts again. This is where I wrote Boring. down. Shit, is this a musical? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. It's not, but I was intrigued for a second there. Only for a second, and then she went back to her book. Um, is he crashes his hoverboard? Hot Rod catches him, throws him inside, and uh, they drive up to Lookout Mountain. Apparently, that's like the highest area where you can see them. The shuttle coming. Uh, Danny starts to check it out with uh, some binoculars, and he sees that there's a hole in the side of the shuttle and calls it out to Hot Rod. Hot Rod takes a look, too, and is like, what the fuck? Um, they see, they can see the Decepticons are hiding in the shuttle, and they start blasting it. Those are Decepticons! And uh, as soon as they do, the, the jig is up, so the Decepticons just fly out. And they uh, say, it's killing time. Yeah. Again. It's, it's killing time, <laughs> part two. Megs and the boys just start blasting the fuck at everybody. Megs, good name. Um, the Autobots manage to fight back for a little while under their new commander, Ultra Magnus, another new character. He's played by Robert Stack from um, Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. 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 Sure. He tells Springer and RC to transform the city to battle mode because it's a Transformers movie. Everything transforms. <laughs> Can we talk? There's a couple of characters here I want to talk about. First of all, RC. Mm-hmm. Was she in the original series? Because no. I don't have, recall... Any. There was uh, one episode where they had other female girl, female but robots, but she is any. your titular pink transformer for girls. <laughs> yes. Which and she was pretty badass. So I, as a lady role model, that's pretty good. Um, I don't think it's lady role model or male role model. They're robots. 
That one was clearly yeah. a girl. That yeah. one was clearly. She hoodies. had lipstick on, she had hoodies, and she was pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, there was another um, a uh, another character here, Blur, who's played by the guy that did the Micro Machines yeah. commercial. <laughs> that guy, what was his name? Uh, I didn't write it down. Uh, something Machida or Machido or something. Yeah, well, anyway, he's awesome. Because if he it's not awesome. a Micro Machine, it's not the real thing. But this character seemed slightly incompetent, but I was enjoying every time he was on because <laughs> it was the Micro Machines <laughs> I love that. He was pretty cool. It brought me right back to my childhood. And you're like, Micro Machines. <laughs> I was like, shit, is that the Micro Machine dude? So the crew, um, the Autobots managed to get the city partially changed. But it's too late. The Decepticons are in the gates, and they're smashing everything. Well, they got everybody. Yeah. The Insectobots, Devastator. The Autobots managed to get a quick distress distress call out to Optimus Prime to come save them. Uh, but Soundwave shuts down, shuts down the uh, communication, so they're not sure if he got it or not. So the Autobots are holed up in the city with some cover and defense and defensive weapons. Um, so they're holding out for a little while longer, but uh, Megatron's. Uh, brought some backup. The Autobots move their casualties and then set up a bigger, like, missile launcher gun to start blasting the Decepticons, and it works for a little bit, but then uh, Megatron unleashes Devastator. He's uh, six smaller robots that form into a giant robot, and uh, they're construction vehicles, and they tear everybody apart. I just thought it was awesome that they brought everybody back for this mm-hmm. movie. For a minute. <laughs> well, because they hadn't... Devastator mm. was in there for a while, and there was lots of Dinobot action. Yeah. Yeah. So once he once he shows up, it's pretty much uh, game over for the heroes. He starts tearing into tearing into the defenses, the doors, and everything, smashing their counter guns, and there's, they don't really have anything they can do. They shoot some missiles at the Decepticons and blast them around a little bit, and they hit. But they hit a uh, Devastator. Doesn't seem to affect them at all. Well, he's the Devastator, so yeah. Uh, just as they get their final defenses open, uh, a giant ship comes down out of the sky and it's motherfucking Optimus Prime bitch and he brought Dinobots for everybody (laughs) Uh, Dinobots jump down start uh, smashing smashing Devastator Um, but he doesn't go down with a fight he uh, Lex Luger torture wrecks uh, the Brontosaurus (laughs) slush (laughs) kicks Grimlock in his shit uh, but the the Triceratops uh, Goldberg spears him Dropping them. <laughs> wow, nice 90s reference. <laughs> Wrestling. WCW. Finally, Prime makes landfall, surveys his devastation. He knows that this is his final battle between him and Megatron, and he has a pretty good line. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. <laughs> and then wow. another song blares out. This one is called You're a Winner. It was written by the same gentleman who uh, wrote the You Got the Touch song, the Stan, Stan Bush. Bush. Yeah, and per- performed by Stan Bush as well. Hey, Carl, it's great. It's called Do you ever feel you don't write enough notes for this thing? <laughs> because at least you have like a tablet. I have nothing in front of me. These two have like factoids for everything. I got shit I want to say. And I got nothing. <laughs> I don't really have anything either. I have a couple spots where I wrote things that he has uh, recorded already, so. <laughs> He's not going to be pointing at me for lines. He's got them. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I just feel like we're just here. Back <laughs> Let's go get a drink. We'll come back later. <laughs> so, Prime changes to truck form as the 80s ballad rock blasts and uh, drives through half of the Decepticons. Jumps in the air, transforms to robot mode, and blasts the rest of them, ending up behind Megatron. Excuse me. Um, 
That's when you hear, that's when you heard a blip, 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 blip. This is the sound of a hundred little boners appearing all over the movie theater. <laughs> this is what they've been waiting for for the entire show of Transformers. That's horrible. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. The two warriors. We're apo- we apologize. <laughs> the two warriors face off and uh, have some words for each other. One shall stand, one shall fall. Why throw away your life so recklessly? That's a question you should ask yourself, Megatron. Now, I'll crush you with my bare hands. Alright. <laughs> and it's on. Like Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. They throw down worse than they've ever seen them throw down in the, in the cartoon series. You've clearly never seen Transformers movie number seven. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak for the Michael Bay mess. But, um, so they throw each other around, blast each other, such and such. Hot Rod's watching, and he says he wants to help Optimus. Uh, Cup, an older Autobot, tells him, no, that's Prime's fight. They continue to rip into each other, smashing, punching, kicking, stabbing, um... Finally, Megs pulls out a legit lightsaber and guts Prime, like you do. Optimus, use a, Optimus uh, struggling, uses a Ryu and Ken's dragon uppercut <laughs> on uh, Megatron, and Megatron takes it and starts to bear hug him. Like Zangief. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they continue till uh, Prime gets a little bit better of Megatron uh, and aims a blaster at him. Megatron's on his hands and knees, uh, feigns that he's... Uh, giving up and no, asks no. nay nay he <laughs> sees a gun yeah and asks for mercy while uh, crawling towards this gun Hot Rod sees it and uh, yells out no and jumps on Megatron now Megatron's very unimpressed with Hot Rod like most people <laughs> gets him in a side headlock and uses him as a shield while blasting Prime to bits uh, Prime's pretty destroyed at the end of this um, Megatron throws Hot Rod to the side like you do and walks over to him, telling him he would have waited an eternity for this. It's over. And then uh, point has his gun pointed at him. And uh, Prime uh, summons all of his strength and says no. Does a, I guess, an uppercut? I don't know. Some kind of side punch on him. Knocks Megatron off a two-story cliff. Both combatants drop. And neither of them's getting up. Because it's time for new toys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, Hot Rod runs over to Prime and begs uh, for his forgiveness. Sorry, man. So the Decepticons start retreating, mm-hmm. and I love this bit because there's Starscream yeah. runs past Megatron and like kicks him yeah. and keeps going. <laughs> yeah, which is just so great. Starscream's always wants to be the leader of the Decepticons, but crack me up. Every time Megatron sneezes, Starscream claims to be leader now. Yeah, it last it made me laugh out loud. Um. Which is, I have a conspiracy with that, but we'll get to that. Um, we have a conspiracy theory? A, a small conspiracy theory. Um, He's been working this on since I have a conspiracy theory <laughs> involving Hot Rod and the death of Optimus Prime, but I'll bring it back at the end. All right. Wow. <laughs> so, um, you know who's not Elaine's favorite character? I have no theories. <laughs> I have a theory. <laughs> and I'll save it for the end as well. So, uh, Starscream tells Astro Train to get them out of there, which is part of it. Well, I was going to get to. Sorry. Uh, Megatron <coughs> asks Soundwave to help him, and Soundwave's loyal. He carries him to the shuttle. Uh, so Prime basically sacrifices himself, turns the entire the entire the entire battle. So here's the big scene. 
Uh, Wounded Prime lays on the table with all sorts of vital monitors going off and all that. Perceptor, he's the Autobot scientist, looks him over and says that his wounds are fatal. Are they really wounds if you're made of metal? I don't know. I don't know if that's the proper word there. <laughs> and I'm thinking can't here... Be tuned up. I remember like going, well, can't they just rebuild him? He's a robot. <laughs> but, like, they should have the technology. You would think. <laughs> Prime says, don't worry, soon he'll be one with the Matrix. And he calls out to Ultra Magnus. I got excited because <clears throat> I thought Morpheus was going to show up. <laughs> um, Ultra Magnus has given the Autobot Matrix a leadership. He says he's not worthy, and Prime's like, oh, it doesn't matter, neither was I. And Someday an Autobot will rise from our ranks and use the power of the Matrix to light our darkest hour. Apparently he gets real prophetic before he dies. Well, like you do. Well, when you're seeing through to the other side. Maybe. <laughs> Like the uh -oh. doors? The AllSpark is giving, giving him hints. <laughs> they don't call it that in this. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm calling it. Yeah, no, that's wrong. That's 2009. <laughs> You're way ahead. That's the far, far, far future. Yeah, this, <laughs> that's the future of this future. Um, but while handing the Matrix to Ultra Magnus, he drops it. And Hot Rod catches it. And when Hot Rod touches it, it glows. Maybe foreshadowing. Hmm. Then he turns gray, and every little kid in the theater starts crying. Except me, because I like Megatron. That's why I was going to ask you, but we were 26 minutes into the movie. I was like, damn, that's a rough 26 <laughs> minutes. But then I was curious if you were really all that upset, because you I mean, were I got. I was a little kid. I got sad. You know, I, Megatron I, I dies, too. I wasn't a big friend. Does he, though? I wasn't a big fan of Prime, but you get sad. I mean, it's sad he died. The way that he dies, they set it up to be sad. You so, know? Megatron, you're a Megatron guy? Yeah, I like Decepticons. But I wasn't sure if you were then or if that's just something that happened. No, I don't, I don't, so I don't it's finally it. come out that the reason that Carly and Tony are together is because they both like the evil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see how um, Optimus Prime fared in Carly's version of the movie. <laughs> no, like, he pretty obviously died. <laughs> that's not stopped you before. <laughs> <laughs> so um, back in the Decepticon world, uh, Astro Chain says that they're hauling too much weight. In space, <laughs> they need to drop some. More on this later. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> Starscream says it should be survival of the fittest, and all the dying, heavily damaged ones gotta go. Mm -hmm. So they vote and then throw them out. <laughs> Starscream, Starscream himself can't wait to throw Megatron out. He says, "Oh, how it pains me to do this." And Megatron says, "Wait, I still function." He says, "Want a bet?" Throws his ass out the door. After Megatron's gone, Starscream immediately, as always, declares himself leader. Uh, the Constructicons say, no, we're bigger and badder than everybody. We and should be leader. We are the best. When we are all together, no one can defeat us. Pretty much. Uh, Soundwave disagrees, and basically a big battle royal breaks out inside of Astrotrain. I'm sure he loves that. <laughs> I did like the opposing scenes. I liked how the Autobots all gathered around their fallen leader. We're all upset and crying. Decepticons... Battle, battle royal. He's not for... even dead. He's like, kick him out! Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me a lot of the um, the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when Taserface took over. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Starscream's like a better name than Taserface. <laughs> That's true. Well, Scrum Hat was his second choice, but that didn't quite get in. <laughs> and it was the same thing that threw him out into space, too. Yeah. So it was a little... Interesting. You know. Think oh. the, you really think... Uh, what was it? James what was Gunn? It, James Gunn. You think James Gunn stole that from this movie? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he looks like he'd watch this one. He seems like the kind of guy that still has hurt feelings <laughs> about the death of Optimus Prime and the rise of Rodimus Prime. Mm. <laughs> and Taserface could have been a Decepticon. 
I don't know which worse, which is the worst name, though, Taserface or Hot Rod. No, like Hot, Hot Rod, Rod makes Rod. sense, but Rodimus Prime is pretty much the <laughs> shittiest you know name in this movie, including the old guy that they just call Cup the whole time. Hot, Hot Rod reminds me of Roddy Piper, so... What's that? When you say Hot Rod, I think of Roddy Piper. Oh, well, yeah, so that's, that's true. It's a cool name. That's hard to... All right. May he rest in peace. <clears throat> so we, um, we follow uh, Broken Megatron and his warriors floating through space. A uh, voice starts to call out him to yeah, him. because they can't die. Yeah. <laughs> they don't breathe oxygen, so that's not an issue. <laughs> Even though one of them gets choked later, but we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, voice calls out from the dark, and it's Unicron. He has a deal for Megatron. He'll repair him and his warriors if they go destroy the Autobot Matrix. Megatron's not really down with somebody being somebody else's lackey, but he really doesn't have a lot of options. At first he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, at first he's like, I already destroyed the Matrix, so I don't know what you're talking about. And Gal- Gal- uh, Unicron's like, no, you didn't, dude. He's like, well, and then he's like, well, fuck you. I don't work for anybody. I only work for myself. And he's then like, Unicron's cool. like, fine, fucking die. <laughs> he's like, cool. Have fun <laughs> floating to oblivion. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I guess I, I'll I've do changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, master. Okay. Uh, Unicron's like, I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> Which, all, all joke aside, all joking aside. Uh, I'm out if there's all joking aside. <laughs> well, most joking aside, Orson Welles does a pretty cool voice for Unicron. Unicron. Really good, but he know. turns Megatron we know, we know into Tony's favorite character is. He turns Megatron into Galvatron, which yeah. I think was a mistake. I really think it's a mistake. When you change a character's name mid movie, never ends. Well, well, then he has a new voice because all of a sudden he's Leonard Nimoy. Yep, mm-hmm. he's a different guy, but he's really not. But maybe this takes place <laughs> in the Vulcan universe, much like Charlie's Angels. <laughs> oh, here we go. I gotta, oh, I gotta go rewatch this. Can we pause? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Megatrons were born as Galvatron. Uh, the little secret jets and Insecticons or whatever, they're all born as Cyclonus, Scourge, and his sweeps. Something. Uh, and they also, he also gives them a ship. He, man, he's just got bunches of stuff mm-hmm. for Megatron. You got a lot of stuff when you eat a bunch of planets. Yeah, apparently. Galvatron. Oh, sorry. Galvatron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, now, it's been 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now that Galvatron's set up, he uh, flies back to Cybertron to take back the Decepticons. It's also worthy to note that you know he's played by Leonard Nimoy now. And he's going to live long and prosper, I think. Uh, sure. Back on Cybertron, Cyber, uh, Starscream is being crowned leader of the Decepticons. Like, literally crowned <laughs> literally leader. Crowned. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Speaking um, of Leonard Nimoy, have you ever heard his version of the song Bill Bill Baggins? No, yes. but... It is horrible. Starscream <laughs> yes. is definitely a drama queen. Yeah, mm-hmm. Is he awesome. a dancing queen? No, drama queen. Okay. Um, but my note on this is, who's putting the crown on Starscream? It's Astrotrain. Which leads me to believe that him and Starscream had a little thing going on with this uh, mm. taking over. Is that your conspiracy theory? Yeah. Oh, that's yours? That's I got why Astro Train was in to lighten the yeah. load in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could, I got a better one, don't worry. They can fly, so we don't need Astro Train to take us off this Autobot planet. But now we're going to take Astro Train out of here. Astro Train all of a sudden gets too heavy in space. We need to get rid of all these people. It's, if you follow the progression, it's it's not <laughs> a bad plan. And Starscream's pretty smart, despite being a so after millions of years of uh, following Megatron, Starscream finally gets to be the leader. Unfortunately, his first command is interrupted by a spaceship blasting through all of his fellow subjects. And it's Galvatron and Cyclonus. Cyclonus. And then we get this line. Megatron? Is that you? There's a hint. 
So then I want to ask you, were you more horrified as a child when Optimus died or when Starscream died? Starscream. (laughs) But at that point, I was numb. (laughs) So it's like... Was, All the the few Autobots that I did like were killed. It's like everybody dies. I was or, pretty upset when Starscream died. I was really enjoying his I know character. Tony loves Starscream. Starscream's awesome in the show. <laughs> He's such a little bit. I was mad when yeah. they just changed uh, Megatron's name, so. <laughs> All right. All right, so Starscream's gone, too. At least for this movie. We'll get into that later. Back at uh, the Autobot moon base, one of the little moons that circles their planet, Jazz who's played by Scatman Crothers. Scatman? And Cliff Jumper, who's played by Casey Kasem. Really? (laughs) Really? Awesome. Scatman Mm -hmm. Crothers from... Why not? uh, The Shining and uh, Hong Kong Fooey. Oh, I love that show. Um, We should do that. Was there a Hong Kong Fooey movie? I don't know. Maybe. There wasn't. It was just a TV show. It was a really awesome TV show. Can we do that anyway? Yeah. Maybe next. Whatever we want. Maybe when we do Zig Month, we'll do uh, TV series (laughs) we really think are great. And we can talk about Hong Kong Fooey. And Hong Kong Food is like half hour shorts or something. Yeah, ha- Hong Kong Food. I bet I could still make a show, uh, podcast about a half hour <laughs> short, take at least an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> I, bet, yeah. I could too. Because <laughs> reasons. So, Jazz and Cliff Jumper hanging out on this moon, and then Unicron shows up and eats it. And yep. they, they get eaten with it. Then, uh, so he heads killing time. It heads to the second moon and starts to eat that one. Bumblebee and Human Spike. That's. Uh, Spike is supposed to be um, Daniel's dad. Daniel's dad, but he's the guy. He's the one that um, Shia LaBeouf plays in the movies later. Sam Bubicky. Yeah, S- Sam Spike. You know. Yeah. Um. The, but this time they see it coming beforehand, and they rig up the moon base to explode while it's inside of uh, Unicron's mouth. They blow it up as as they start to get away in, in an escape ship, and they're all happy because it blows up and smoke everywhere in space, <coughs> and then. Uh, but no, it doesn't hurt it at all. So, like, shit. And I, and I was like, oh, he said shit. And so are all the little kids in the audience. Because <laughs> we're watching, he said shit. Damn, he said shit. <laughs> it's like, this movie's badass. He said shit. And people die. Oh, like, mom, my life's a robot boobies. <laughs> robot boobies. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so they're taking and swallowed. They're eating too. Um, now, Galvatron's nearby and sees this. And gets pissed off. He's supposed to be ruling Cybertron in his own mind anyway. And its moons and all that belong to him. And he starts yelling at nobody. And uh, Galvatron says, fuck that. And uh, But uh, Unicron starts to torture him. He has, apparently has some kind of control over him. Mind control. Because he's got the new body. So yeah. I guess he controls some of that circuitry. Like there's this beam of red or whatever. Yeah, and it afflicts pain on him. He Manchurian candidated him. Ooh, nice reference. <laughs> nice. How do you connect the Manchurian Candidate and Transformers? This is how. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Galvatron heads to Earth to hunt down Ultra Magnus and uh, kill it and destroy the Matrix. And they get to Earth like. See, when you, yeah. sh- when you say destroy the Matrix, in my mind, I go right to Neo and Neo Morpheus. And Morpheus. And, but it's a little box. It's not really much of a Matrix. Do they so know what a Matrix is? In the movie? Yeah. Is uh, it a Matrix any complex computer system? No. In the, in the cartoon, it's basically this little thing that holds all the souls of the primes. And they when they die, they go in the Matrix. And supposedly, if, if something bad happens, they can commune with the Matrix and get the wisdom and knowledge of all the other past primes. leaders. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say no. It's well, the souls of my that's ancestors. That's more of a Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
But it's like in Harry Potter in the headmaster's office. There's the old headmasters, and they have little meetings. <laughs> There's some book I read where there was like a the Ring of the King lets you talk to the kings from years past. Mm-hmm. For was it a precious ring? No, I can't remember what it was, but it was a really good book. I'm gonna mm. have to dig it out. Were there any fat hobbits? <laughs> We're getting off track. <laughs> so the Autobots evacuate. Yeah. Magnus gathers the team up and tells them that, you know, let's get the hell out of here. Um, let's see. And we find out that the Dinobots are dumb as dogs. Yes. Which I don't know how they do, you know, say the, the Dinobots are dumb. They're the same, you know, well, actually, biochemically well, actually, as what other it Transformers. Is, is the Autobots crashed on Earth. Then they found out about dinosaurs and said, dinosaurs are cool. Let's make some. And then they made the Dinobots. But... Why are they stupid? God, I don't want to get into all this too much. And too much out, <laughs> I'm just saying. Essentially, there's this big, big computer inside of Cybertron. And it's God, and it can make transformers. You take your dead, you take your robot up there, and give, and it gives it life. They didn't have access to all that, so they just made the Dinobots out of whatever they could. So the Dinobots are extremely stupid, and they barely function. But they're tough as nails. Why? I don't know why they're tough as nails. But just because they're big, I guess. I don't know. They're big, dumb dogs that wouldn't get on the spaceship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got some more scenes with Blur, which I was enjoying. Yeah, Blur tries to get him on the spaceship. He can't. So, eventually, this all breaks down once uh, Galvatron and everybody rolls in. They start blasting Autobots. Okay. Um, the Autobots Decepticons trade blows for a bit. For a while. And then... Uh, and do we get another awesome 80s song in the background? I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> um, and then uh, they split off into two shuttles. Um, one shuttle is Cup, Hot Rod, and the Dinobots. The other one's Ultra Magnus, Perceptor, Springer, RC, and Daniel. Uh, Cup starts to tell the Dinobots war stories while they're while they're leaving, and they seem pretty impressed by that. Well, they insist upon hearing the stories. Yes. Even though they're under attack. Yes. <laughs> by Galvatron, and he attacks both of them. <laughs> well, just like you said, they're big, dumb dogs, just like... When we try to drive in the car and the dogs stick, stick their, their head up, up in between, they're like, hey, hey, I don't care what's going on, but I want attention. Yeah. <laughs> so Galvatron uh, blasts the shit out of um, Cup and Hot, Rod, Hot Rod's ship, and uh, then Cyclonus dispatches and starts flying into it and blasting it too. It gets damaged pretty heavily, and then it crashes in a nearby planet. Uh, Galvatron circles back around and starts to blast the hell to Magnus's ship. Apparently these ships are just not made for combat. Which is surprising because, you know, that's what they're in a war. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They got the super Unicron um, weapons, so maybe his weapons are extra special. Yeah, that's true, too. Uni-ego, yeah. Um, Little so G. The Galvatron keeps blasting their ship, and they're like, look, we can't outrun them, and we can't outgun them, so I don't know what we're going to do. And uh, Magnus is like, well, we're going to do, uh, you know, Star Trek The Next Gen style uh, front end split. Which is really dangerous, but it's what you gotta do. They say they won't stop until we we're dead. So we're gonna make them think Yeah. We're dead. He yeah. says, Ray, I think we should cross the streams. Basically. So they blow up they shoot a bunch of missiles at it, they separate at the right time and from the angle it looks like that the whole entire ship is destroyed. Uh, Galvatron gloats about how that easy that was and that the Matrix now destroyed. And then Unicron punishes them again. So he heads back to Unicron to see why. Apparently they're advanced, but they don't have text messaging. <laughs> so he flies well, all the way back to Unicron. This is 2005, right? Yeah. They still have um, VHS cassettes, but they don't have... <laughs> That's true. They only had 1G text. at this time, so it That's true. Fair takes enough. a while. Okay. Still got dial-up so internet. Their 2005 is a little off. A little <laughs> off. 
So we catch up with Hot Rod and Cub. They're underwater and get attacked by a bunch of mechanical sea life. Apparently most of the life in the universe is mechanical, except Earth. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. Every mm-hmm. planet they go to has mechanical Mechanical. life on it. Hot Rod does a quick repair on Cub after fighting off the sea creatures, and uh, they escape to the surface. We cut back to Magnus. There's a lot of cutting coming up, so... I know, it's just cuts Every 30 seconds. Yeah. This must drive you crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially a bunch of... Well, never mind. Magnus' shuttle crashes on the planet of junk. Uh, Shaken but alive, RC gives human Daniel an exosuit. So he can not die instantly as soon as they go outside the ship. I want to talk about this, though, okay. because so many of our best friends are dead. And now we get this fun, lighthearted scene of a kid learning how to use an exoskeleton. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is not totally okay. Yeah, it's a little weird. Who brings a little kid into an intergalactic space battle? Yeah. Spike or uh, Daniel can stay home. Mm-hmm. Apparently the Autobots. I guess we need something for the little kids to... Somebody call CPS. I think there's a problem here. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? This is not okay. So the crew looks around to see if they can repair the ship. Um, unbeknownst to them, they're being watched by the Junkions, a race of television pop culture biker robots. Then well, back, yeah. back at Hot Rod and Cups, they're looking around for the Dinobots. Uh, they meet up with some intimidating-looking uh, natives. Cups says, uh, don't act high hostile. We'll use the universal greeting on them. Does anybody remember what it was? No. Good. <laughs> Carly? <laughs> uh, it's Ba Weep Grana Weep Ninny Bong. Yeah. Then they give I them remember an it was silly. Goodie. Yeah, it was, it was pretty silly. Uh, they give them a bunch of uh, Energon goodies and said, don't worry, they'll reciprocate. They don't because they're greedy as crap. And uh, they just start jumping on Cup and Hot Rod and beating their ass. They end up being the uh, greedy henchmen of these of these guys called the Quintessons who basically have this kangaroo court where they just kill people and think it's hilarious. Yeah. Hot Rod and Cub are taken prisoner into a holding cells, and they watch this execution take place. Um, the subject's brought before them, the five-faced judge, and uh, is quest- And then basically they question him a little bit, and then they kill him. They, they say, say innocent or guilty, and they say innocent, innocent. and then they kill him. <laughs> they say kill Doesn't him matter. They drop him into a pit full of Sharktacons, and the Sharktacons eat him. Um... There's another prisoner in a cell next to Hot Rod and Cup, and he get a little exposition from him. He says that the giant planets that eats planets is Unicron, and that he ate his planet, and then he's thrown into the pit and eaten. Mm-hmm. He was the only survivor. Yep. I mean, the Herald of Galactic. He's the one that survived in the very beginning in the prologue. He got away. Kranix, I think his name. He's the one that got away? Yeah. It uh, doesn't matter. Then he didn't get away this time, so... <laughs> so we cut away to this the Dinobots... They're wandering around looking for Cup and Hot Rod, and instead they find Wheelie, a small orange annoying transformer that rhymes everything. <laughs> and he says he'll help them. And that's not how he says it, though. Yeah, that's not how he says it. <laughs> you didn't write down how he said it? No, I can't stand oh. it. Okay. <laughs> I kind of hope he'd get killed, but it didn't happen. Wow. She's like, all right, so now that you're killing all they only my favorite the ones you like. uh, transformers, tell us more. Tony's least favorite character is <laughs> Wheelie, huh? So Galvatron makes it back to Unicron and demands to know why he's being tortured and punished. Unicron explains to him that uh, he didn't kill Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus is alive, and now he needs to go to the planet of the junk and kill him. And uh, so he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to Magnus, he and his crew are starting to get the ship together, repairing what they can of it, and immediately Decepticons show, show up. Apparently this all happens like a mile or two away from each other. And nobody knows. And it's very <laughs> fast. 
And uh, the Septicons show back up in the sh and start blowing them up and immediately blow the shuttle up. So that was all for nothing. Um, we find out that Daniel's exosuit can transform because, of course, it can. It's a transformer. He controls it with his mind. He just has to want to do it. Galvatron <laughs> doesn't make any sense. So he's using, <laughs> he's using the force? Sure. I don't know what he's using. Um, Galvatron finally corners Ultra Magnus. Uh, Magnus shoots shoots uh, the uh, tunnel closed so that his friends all survive and faces uh, Galvatron by himself. Uh, he tries to open the Matrix. And he says that Prime said it would light our darkest hour. Apparently, this isn't it. <laughs> and, well, he's uh, not the guy. Yeah, it's not him. Um, no one cared about him. We're all glad he's dead. <laughs> Galvatron tells him to give him the Matrix. He says, piss off. And he's like, that's fine. And they just shoot him to death. And then he explodes. And then Galvatron takes the Matrix anyway. Good plan. <laughs> but now that Galvatron has the Matrix, he says he's going to use it to destroy Unicron. Unicron's not happy about that. And what happens now? So then we cut to Hot Rod and Cub. They're, uh, I like how you keep saying Cub mm -hmm. instead of Cup. It's well, Cup. cup. I keep saying cub. Yeah, yeah you do. Say it with a B it's instead cup. of a P. Yeah, it's P. It, it will help you to know that um, Apple bought him, and now he's I cup. <laughs> he's I cup. Yeah, <laughs> cup. How do you spell I cup? I C U P. It's an inappropriate joke for this. I know that's why I did that well, with Apple and everything. I put some work mm -hmm. into it, and then you I stole know. it. I was helping you out. Good job. Thank I was you. a good wingman. So how Rod and Cup <laughs> are unsurprisingly good because we were going to get hate mail about fed that. to the Sharktacons. <laughs> They managed to fight them off temporarily, uh, and then escape the pit. But you, you know how they fight them off? Uh, More awesome background music. That's true. Did it be stupid? <laughs> was that this? I don't know. <laughs> there was Will I Yankovic's Dare to Be Stupid. In that's this. not yet. Oh, that's not. <laughs> uh, they escape the pit, but and they fight for a little while, but they're outnumbered, and uh, they really just can't keep fighting them forever. Luckily, the front door smashes in, and it's the Dinobots. So that's over. So Dinobots now, to the rescue. It's <laughs> killing time. Um, the Quintessons tell them to destroy, order the Sharktacons to destroy the Dinobots. The Dinobots aren't hearing it, and the Dino, uh, Grimlock orders the Sharktacons to kill the Quintessons. And they agree, because they don't want to get stepped on. Well, that's, yeah. Wheelie says, uh, Wheelie says he's got a ship, so they can all leave with him. Apparently everybody's got ships, too playing around so then we cut back to the planet of junk if you're oh they're not on the planet of junk no no they're no. on another okay. planet entirely we cut back to the planet of junk oh if i were on the planet of junk and i just live there maybe i would build a ship but no it's different no that was a sharpicon <laughs> planet right um cut back to the planet of junk and we see the remains of ultra magnus spread all over the ground on the screen that's good to look at and uh yeah, not at all a horror movie. No, I'm suddenly <laughs> glad this isn't a Thundercats cartoon and this is potty parts. smeared all over everything. Um, Chitara yelling, why, why? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The crew stands over Ultra Magnus' parts, uh, mourning them, and then the Junkions attack. This is what's called the all is lost moment <laughs> when writing screenplays. <laughs> this is also when we get the best, in my opinion, the best song of the whole movie. Because Weird Al's Dare to be Stupid starts playing. Yep. Which really threw me off because I was like, what? Well, it makes sense. <laughs> Why? Because it makes sense because... Uh, they're looking for Mr. Goodbar? Well, no. Because the movie, the song is full of just uh, pop culture references. Yeah. And the Junkions speak in pop culture references. It just was like so... It was so a little weird. But like after cool. all the like the eighties the eighties glam rock glam rock <laughs> all of a sudden you get dare to be stupid which I love I just was like wow this is weird but it was a stupid awesome fight I guess <laughs> you know we saw Weird Al in concert did you 
Yeah, yeah. it was really good. There's some awesome. strange yeah. people in the audience. He, he does one song and takes five minutes off. <laughs> really? Yeah, he goes. He does a shit ton of costume changes for every song. It's pretty good though. Yes, he does. Did he? Did he do like all hits or? Yeah, he did he some did. hits and some stuff I've never heard of, and more stuff. How I've long never. was the concert? Was like it two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time. They took and a lot of breaks. This was last year. He's an old man, and <laughs> yeah. he rocked the shit out of that. He's up there doing cool. like kicks and stuff. And I listened to an interview with. Yeah, him. it was at the pavilion. It was really good. I listened to an interview with them, and they were talking, and the one guy was talking about him, and he was like. You know, you have to give it to my band. They can play anything. You know what I mean? They'll play like Nirvana, then they'll play like you know accordion stuff. It's like and they'll all gonna be stupid. And and uh, what's that? Uh, white and nerdy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who did that? Well, weird uh, Al did, but no, I don't no, know Puff who did Daddy weird. or something. No. Yeah. No. it was um. Oh, what the hell is it? Ride and dirty. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. But it's either way, it's, they do all they kinds. Of, they have maybe. to do tons sure. of different types of types of music. That's pretty impressive. But it was really good, and I'd definitely like to see him in concert again. Yeah, I'll pass. Okay, so I'll go with you. <laughs> hey, Breach, you bring Carly next time. So, so we'll leave these. Dare to be stupid. Home. Yep. Junk fight. Yep. So the junkyard leader Rekgar, who's voiced by Eric Idle, awesome. Who Lots was the first actor introduced in the opening credits? Yeah, yeah that's which true was too. so weird. <laughs> I was chameleon hair. I nailed it. Good for you. Nice. <laughs> um, that's right, folks. I know what I'm talking about. The Autobots find out quickly that you can you can trash the Junkions, but it doesn't kill them, and they just put themselves back together and keep on fighting. All the while, throwing out famous TV lines like, you check in, but you don't check out. Like, that's from Psycho. I noticed a lot and of who's the like boss? used car salesman yeah. quotes. In the middle of the brawl, Hot Rod and Cup show up. Um, and hey, you, you said Cup. And use the universal greeting on the Junkions. Booga, and booga, booga, booga. For some reason, it works. And then they all team up and dance and yeah. kiss. They have a dance party. Then it got really <laughs> weird. Really weird. They dared to be stupid in this sequence. Like, who wrote this? <laughs> no. I had it in the beginning, but uh, it goes as far as the Junkions even repairing and bringing back Ultra Magnus. Shit, where were they when Prime died? Mm-hmm. Um, so now everybody's together. They know who the enemy is. And they know where they have to do, know where they have to go, and what they have to do. So they bo- all board their ships, their separate ships, and head for Unicron. Not sure what the plan is, but uh, we only got twenty minutes left in the movie, so we better figure something out. <laughs> the plan is attack. Yeah, I guess. Um, Thanks, Iron Man. <laughs> their plan of attack is attack. attack. It's a good plan. Um, so Galvatron takes the Matrix to Unicron and tells them, uh, "You know, I'm not listening to you anymore." And uh, you're going to do what I say. And, and Unicron's like, uh, no, actually I'm not. And then everybody, are you ready? Are you sitting down? Oh, well, he transforms yeah. into a robot. Like a giant a robot. A giant <laughs> robot. And, I thought, and then he karate chops a planet. Yeah, which really, I don't understand the tactical advantage of turning into a robot. You're already this giant-ass planet that kills everything. But, okay, so did anybody <laughs> else think that Unicron looked a little bit like Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China? <laughs> a little bit. Especially when he breathed the fire. Yeah. Actually, and he had really a little. Now you say that. And he had a full Manchu. He had a full yeah. Manchu, mm-hmm. and the scene in Big Trouble in Little China when they're in the alley and he, the light comes out of his mouth, and then Unicron breathes the fire and t- onto Cybertron. Like I'm like, holy shit! It's Lopan is a robot. Why haven't we done that movie yet? Because it's not underappreciated by really anyone. Although no one appreciates it more than us. Maybe we'll do it for like our hundredth episode. An of overappreciated movie. We could do it as an anniversary episode. <laughs> to celebrate a milestone. Like I was saying that I was saying that for our birthday episode, we could do whatever we wanted. How about that? 
But he waited till Anyways, after so. his birthday and oh, my birthday okay. already passed. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to come up with it before. <laughs> oh, like your birthday? I thought you meant the podcast birthday. No, your no. Birthday, individual birthday. For birthdays. our podcast birthday, we maybe should do Big Trouble in Little China. But our birthdays are coming up. Yeah. Oh, for my birthday, I'm going to do any movie I want. Yeah. Why not? A movie that Carly's never seen, I guarantee it. Oh, you do that. Because that's not that's really hard. Probably to do. not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna be like, I seen that. Ha ha. All right. So All right. Maybe I'll zag so, on you. <laughs> so after he transforms into a humongous robot, he swallows Galvatron and then starts karate chopping Cybertron, as uh, John said. Because um, that's he, what you know, like you do. And then pretty much destroys anybody that comes up on him. Eats, eats different Decepticons, smashes other ones, blasts other ones with eye lasers. I kind of think maybe the, him transforming into the robot just made it easier for the audience to sort of understand how maybe they could defeat him. Because he was just this planet with a hole and he was eating everything. And you're like, what are you supposed to do about that? But well, once he transforms... Do you understand how he was defeated? Yeah. Right. Well, Star Lord didn't transform to a robot because it's Transformers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everything but, transforms into a robot. But up until he transformed, it was like, how do we even sort yeah. of try to get an edge on him? Yeah. I don't know. They still get eaten. So the Autobots roll on, roll up on Unicron and uh, say, fuck it, and fly right into his eyeball. <laughs> like you do. Um, inside, the ship explodes, I guess, and the Autobots fall down into different parts of him. Um, and Hot Rod separated from the rest of his crew. Um, he kind of wanders around on his own for a while, and in the shadows of, of the room that he ends up being in, he sees the Matrix. He runs over to it and finds that it's, surra- it's around Galvatron's neck. <laughs> on a chain on like a chain. Flavor Flav. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, boys! Galvatron says that uh, they Just basically they, they need to team up to destroy Unicron now. Unicron hears that, and it's like, uh, no... And pushes the nope button, racking <laughs> <Pushes laughs> Galvatron with more pain, which has got to get old. And he's like, I'm sorry, master. And recovers and starts to whip on Hot Rod. Now, did Galvatron, do you seem like Igor all of a sudden? He's like, I'm sorry, my master. Well, I guess if he's going to shoot pain into him every time he breathes wrong, I guess that's what you got to do. Outside, it's uh, pandemonium. Autobots, Decepticons, Junkions, Dinobots... Hell, there's probably a couple of My Little Ponies and GoBots in there slammed, <laughs> slammed all over the place by Unicron. Um, Springer Cup and RC and Daniel are fighting, like I guess, like the inner defenses, you know, like I don't know, I don't know like the red blood cells of Unicron or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they start they're getting flushed into different rooms, and it's kind of a little trippy and hard to follow. There's a bunch of water or slash liquid yeah. in the middle of a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what it would be. Washer fluid? I don't know. It's antifreeze. There you go. He's been eating planets. It's the bodies of water from the planets. It's antifreeze. So they fall down into <laughs> a big, a larger room that apparently has acid baths in it. Yeah. Like, they fall down. Okay, so they break through a wall and a bunch of water comes out like you're in a cave or whatever. And then they get flooded down this tube and then they end up in a, ca- in a cavern that has big pods of acid. What? I wrote down... This is a real house of horrors, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, above the acid pit is little, um, I don't know what you call them, like uh, prize-grabbing claws? Like from the mm-hmm. machine? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're holding different transformers and stuff, and apparently uh, Spike. 
and uh, they're dropping the Transformers into these acid baths. Don't worry, they'll be fine. Next is... Uh, <laughs> There's a small child on the lookout. <laughs> next, <laughs> next in line for the acid bath is Spike and Bumblebee. Uh, he screams down to Daniel to uh, save them, and... Daniel's like, I don't have a gun, Dad! He's like, use your exosuit! Which transforms into a gun, too. I guess. That thing is pretty impressive. Pretty handy. Iron Man Souls was like, nice. <laughs> then he blasts the cover, the cover comes down, and he saves them. He's not Barely he saves them. Dang. So, Bumblebee lives? Yeah. Out of all the Transformers? Yeah. Bumblebee lives? Yeah. Uh-huh. Apparently. He turned into a, a 78 Camaro. <laughs> um, so, Hot Rod, and Ga- Hot Rod and Galvatron are still facing off Mano to Mano. Mano to Mano. When uh, Galvatron gets the upper hand and starts to choke him. <laughs> Which seems ineffective. Just like he said earlier, I'll choke you with my bear. <laughs> yeah. And then we get this but. line. Sorry, that is a great song. <laughs> I'm totally into it. <laughs> so is that then, the one that was originally going to be on a different movie? Um, I think, yeah, I think The Touch is the one that was either... They said it was going to be for Cobra. Well, and then they said maybe it was going to be for Rocky, and then it ended up being Transformers. But I don't really see it being good for Cobra or Rocky. Well, Stan Bush, he also wrote songs for Kickboxer and oh. Bloodsport. No, four, you're right. Yeah, 90 four. was yeah. four. So he was like a theme song. Well, that came out in 85, so. Plus the ones in Rocky are so badass. Mm-hmm. In the burning hot. Where's the birds? I mean, you, you can't switch that with this shit. No. <laughs> but, um... So, yeah, all the little kids in the theater said their first cuss word, holy shit, that's Optimus Prime. <laughs> and uh, Hot Rod is the chosen one. Yay. He becomes infused with the power of the Matrix and Wait a minute. Larger. So now Hot Rod is Anakin? <laughs> Apparently. No, now Hot Rod is Rodimus Prime. <laughs> then he finally opens the goddamn Matrix. I'm so confused. the touch is blasting away. And he turns into Rodimus Prime. Then Rodimus Prime gorilla presses Galvatron and throws him out of the movie. I know, he just like fades away. Does he live? Does he die? I don't know. Is he hanging out with what's his name from Monster Squad? <laughs> Could be possible. Yes. Could be an office off screen with Sapir. I think we're I think he's gonna come back. He's the only one we don't actually see die. So in Carly's version of the movie, he lives. <laughs> in my he only had two weeks left of retirement. <laughs> and then the Matrix explodes Galvatron or uh, Unicron, sorry. Yeah, how? Well it's because the, the force stuff with the I guess. infinity gem. It doesn't make any sense. Um, he used the MacGuffin. All right, yeah. So the Autobots retake Cybertron, declare that this is the end of the Great War. We pull away from Cybertron and see that it has a new moon, Unicron's head. Cue the 80s rock again. You got the power! So, real quick, rest in peace, Scatman Crothers, Orson Welles, Robert Stack, Casey Kasem, Chris Lada, and Leonard Nimoy. Like, half this movie passed away. Not too long ago. Thanks this for movie the, was uh, 30 years ago. So. Well, but not all of them were that long ago. Thanks mm-hmm. for that death check there at the end. Yeah. Wow. Okay, wow. I'm depressed now. Somebody else go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start. 
right. First, my conspiracy theory is that the bad guy in the movie was not Unicron. It was Rodimus Prime. Because Mega, uh, Optimus Prime had Megatron beat. Like, he yeah. was, he had him beat. And yes, Megatron was bleeding for his life as a fake out to get that gun. But Optimus was about to kill him. And then Hot Rod interferes, whereby Optimus Prime dies. Mm -hmm. And then he tries to steal the leadership matrix, but what's his, but Ultra Magnus sees him and takes it anyways. Because he touched it and it lit up. Yeah. But then he still had to hand it over. So So there's two conspiracy theories in this movie. But it all comes oh, around to the end where all of a sudden this stupid hot rod becomes Rodimus Prime. I think everything I think he conspired to become the prime. And he's the reason that Optimus is dead. And if Optimus wasn't dead, then you know that Unicron never could have done any of this because Optimus would have just said, hey, you fuck off, and Unicron would have died. So. Very possible. <laughs> um, you want to give the... Uh, thanks for your 20-minute dissertation. So, favorite character? <laughs> my favorite character was Blur because every time he talked, I was hit with a wave of childhood nostalgia. Or The Micro Machine Man. Yeah, man. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records. I love him. Something or other. Um, yeah. My least favorite character was. Um, um, Wait a pepper. Daniel, okay. the little boy. I didn't need that in my life. <laughs> um, my favorite line. I'll be a t-shirt of that. <laughs> Daniel, I don't need that in my life. My favorite line was way back in the beginning when Ironhide is going to Earth to pick up more energon. Spike, the human man, says, Ironhide, tell my son I miss him and that I'll be home as soon as I as soon as we kick Megatron's tail across the galaxy. Which I thought was fantastic. And my favorite scene is the fight on the junk planet when they play Dare to Be Stupid just because I love Dare to Be Stupid. This movie is bonkers and I'm gonna give it a yay because I think everybody needs to see this bonkers, bonkers, bonkers movie. <laughs> okay. Alright. Carly? Oh, hi. Um, <laughs> I don't have a conspiracy theory. What? I just don't. That's not fun. Although, when you said that he touched it and it lit up, it made me. It took me back to Harry Potter again and how uh, Dumbledore's wand was Draco Malfoy's, but then mm -hmm. since Harry had disarmed him, it was really his wand and Voldemort got it and there was that whole who touched it first thing. <laughs> All right. So, and was he the next one just because he touched it first? I don't know. Could oh, I like where you're going there. Ultra Magnus um, didn't turn the Ultra Magnus Prime or Magna Prime. <laughs> yeah. Ultra Prime. Ultra Magna Prime. Anyway. But anyway. Ultra Magna Prime. Um, favorite character. My favorite characters were the Dinobots. I liked when they knocked down the door where mm -hmm. all the Sharktacons were, and they smooshed some people, and they were like, "Excuse me." <laughs> They made me laugh every time they were on there. I All laughed. Right. My least favorite character, also Daniel. He was annoying, and he slowed them down, and I don't know why they brought him. They should have left him somewhere safe. They should have accidentally opened his exoskeleton. Something. <laughs> like, wow, every geez. scene he was in, he brought them down. He slowed them down. They had he to take time. He did say Bumblebee, though, so. <sighs> but uh, he was also my least favorite character. Um, my favorite scene was when... Uh, was at the end when <laughs> Hot Rod got the Matrix and all hope was lost and then they won. Okay. And, uh... I know, I also thought all hope was lost when Rodimus Prime was created. <laughs> <laughs> um, what yeah, was your favorite line? 
Oh, crap. I shut it now. Was um, it me, Grimlock, kick butt? No. <laughs> It was yes. first we crack <laughs> so the shell, then we crack the nuts inside, yeah. and that was also Rumble. way back at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> me Grimlock kick butt was on was on my short list of favorite lines. All right, and so, I, May, I'm going to give it a maybe. Maybe halfway. I, like if you have the '80s nostalgia, or if you're a big Transformers fan, you should watch it. But if you don't, like four years ago before I met Tony, if you may watch this movie, I'd have been like. I, I don't. <laughs> you would have been like, this movie is shit. bonkers. Oh. So. Check out that soundtrack. <laughs> okay, well, I'll get to my conspiracy theory in a minute. Oh, okay. But my favorite character mm-hmm. is going to have to be, ooh, Unicron. Because okay. he okay. karate chops a planet. He does karate chop a planet. <laughs> <laughs> I many people could say that. Remember, um, my least favorite character is Bumblebee because he was pointless in this movie and he was. Uh, and pretty much is all the time. Right. Um, like, he's such a popular character, and he just doesn't do shit. So, this is Bumblebee. My favorite line is, it's killing time. Because <laughs> right after he said, it's killing time, they fucking kill it. Everybody. Yeah, kill everybody. <laughs> and my favorite scene is, believe it or not, right in the beginning, where um, Daniel is hanging out with um, Auto Prime. Rodimus. Yeah, him too. <laughs> and he jumps on the hoverboard, he's like, you got the power! <laughs> and, and they're flying through the air, it's like, yeah, that seems normal. And then his hoverboard just breaks. Now, like, yeah, don't worry about it. If you really want to go cruising, hop in this. Ha-ha. It's like, wow, that's awesome. Um, now, here's my conspiracy theory. My conspiracy theory is that this is an hour and 21 minute long commercial. Because <laughs> that's, that's really good. That's not a theory. I think that's fact. That's my conspiracy theory because it, it it's quickly settles all of your old favorite um, Autobots and just kills them all off and goes, those toys suck. These toys here are excellent, and they're much better. So it's an hour and twenty minute long commercial, and it's a commercial for toys that were on sale thirty years ago, which you can't get now because no one liked them. <laughs> but if you can, I bet you that uh, Rodimus Prime is worth quite a bit of money. Well, on the old worth quite a bit of money. I don't know. The only one I think that I mean I think that RC probably sold a bunch because yeah, she didn't have. A he didn't get or, his own soda. Of course they didn't. They do now. Ladies would have bought. Nope. Little girls would have bought a pink transformer. Actually, when we were watching the extra features on the movie, the lady who does that voice, she said she was one of the first women in voiceover work, and she really, like you said, she was one of the first girls. Yeah. And she really kind of paved the way for more, and got little girls excited about, you know, this well, kind of thing. Was, she said that the only job that women voiceover artist had besides women was little, was boys. little boys because they could be little boys forever because yeah. guys can't do little boy voices very well and yeah like Bart Simpson is done by a woman yeah and if you get a little boy to do it in five or six years he's not going to have a little boy but voice anymore a missed opportunity for them with the toys because alright well I'm glad they yay, hijacked yay, my may, bay, um, John? I don't know I'm just waiting for you to be done hijacking <laughs> my stuff here <laughs> you done? okay so I'm going to I'm going to nay it oh you suck uh, right. You can watch the uh, commercial form and, and it'll cover everything you need. I assume you're a yay, Tony. Fix the first one. If it's your thing. We Wait watched this. I, this is the first time I ever made one of your movies, Tony. You own this movie on no. DVD. Yeah. Yeah, that's Which how, is we how watched you watched it. all the special features. <laughs> um, my favorite character is uh, Megatron. My least favorite character is Hot Rod. Should have been Gastrotron. <laughs> that would have been good. My uh, favorite line is when uh, Starscream asks, Megatron, is that you? And he says, here's a hint. <laughs> Kills him. And my favorite scene is actually when Prime comes in and just starts laying waste to everybody. It's kind of a cool little scene, even though I'm not craziest about them. 
Um, one more piece of trivia, and then we can quit with this. Um, the guy that played Starscream, who died, he died because he was kind of like a big cokehead or whatever. But uh, uh-huh. he was actually in Roadhouse. Really? Who was he in Roadhouse? Remember the guy in Roadhouse that has him and his wife are sitting at the table, and the guy's he's like, "You like her boobs, man? You can feel her boobs up for twenty bucks." And he feels her <laughs> boobs. He goes, "I don't have twenty bucks." That was Starscream. <laughs> Did Starscream also voice Cobra Commander? Yep. Yeah, because it's I, the same thing, same guy. Mm. But yeah, okay. Dead scars. Dead All right, scars. so you're definitely you get, we get a, a piece of real person. Two two yays and maybe an a on this. Yep. Not too bad, Carly. Hey, so please find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast. From there, I believe I've set it up so you can link straight to our Instagram page at Unmovie Podcast Dogs. I could not figure out how to link it straight to our Twitter page, but <laughs> we are on there at Unmovie Podcast. Uh, our email address is unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. And please email us. Listen to us wherever you find your podcast. Thank you to everybody who's been liking our tracks on SoundCloud. We really appreciate that. You get it. really excited when they <laughs> pop up in the email. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and Ben. What's up, Ben? <laughs> Hi, DJ. Ben is excited for this episode. I know he is. <laughs> Because um, he's got the power. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, it will be my turn for my Zag movie. And we're going to talk about the 2009 animated... I'm also going animated. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Action <laughs> adventure movie called Nine. Oh, and I'm going to talk to you I've about how there's that. some drama and some romance in there. So tune in next week. Could so you just we do talk Scarface? About nine. <laughs> I've never seen that. Of course you haven't. <laughs> There's a good love story in that movie. Oh, also, um, give a listen to uh, one of my favorite podcasts, coming the Dirty Bits Podcast. Good I've been stuff. listening faithfully. Great stuff. If you really want to know the down and dirty of these people, this is where you go. And that's awesome. So, yeah. Anybody else got anything? Nope. nope. All right. Well, thanks for playing, kids. <laughs>